Hello and welcome to the Fancy Freesome FPL podcast. The intro uh, was interrupted by Mike eating a crisp. How are you, Mike? Mm, very well, thank you very much. <laughs> yeah, on top of the world, lads. For the first time, to quote Elsa from Frozen, I think for the first time in forever, um, I am top of the league. I mean, she doesn't say all of that, but... Um, yeah, very, very happy with my, my first week and very happy with life in general. Well, that's good. Uh, on top mm. of the league, you mean between us three, not yeah. in our whole league? Oh, for sure. I'm about 400th in our league. But, yeah, um... <laughs> yeah that's, that's good. I'm, I'm really happy for you. Anthony, how are you? Yeah, I'm good, mate. I'm, I'm equally as happy for Mike after his... Uh, well, obviously, we'll get on to our, on, on to our weeks, but Mike... Winning out of the three of us, that's a slightly better start than last season, shall we say. So uh, let's put a cat amongst the pigeons, hasn't it, Phil? Hasn't it just? <laughs> Give him a head start. Why not? Phil, Indeed. I, um, I know it doesn't make great audio for those um, listening to the pod rather than watching it on YouTube, but um, you do appear to have come as KSI this week, uh, channeling your, <laughs> your YouTube guru. You've got some kind of white bandana headband with a Lakers t-shirt. CSI Miami? KSI. Um, just Google him. Not, Google sure, him. not sure what that is. Oh, well. Is it yeah. a band? He's not down with the kids. Not down no, with the kids. Um, I, I'll be honest, I don't really know what he does, but I do know who he is. He's a oh, YouTuber. it's a he. It's mm. a he. He's someone a singer. Called, someone called their child that. KSI. I'm not sure they... I'm that? not sh- yeah, KSI, you, mate. Oh, right. I'd imagine... Like an anagram of ski. It is an anagram <laughs> of ski. Yeah, yeah. cool. Great. Great. <laughs> The pod started so well, so well this week, boys. It's a, anyway. it's a classic tangent. Thank you for that. Um, mm. You look like someone who's been doing sports in your sports gear, Michael. Well, mm. I've, I've, I've um, I actually did bring my bench coat um, into the room with me because uh, I thought I might put that on and be, you know, manager of the week. But um, I haven't got as, as carried away as that. But I have got these sports polo shirts on. Yes, indeed. I'm very much a tracksuit manager. Excellent. And this year, remember, there's a bit of jeopardy for each of us involved because the person who gets the lowest score each week has to contribute to the big prize hamper, which one of you lucky listeners will win at the end of the season. Mm. So uh, let's see how we got on then. Um, well, Mike, you've you've kind of given away that you've done all right. So should I go spoiler. first? Spoiler should alert. I go first? Yeah, please do. How did you get on? Uh, well, I wish I'd uh, gone to the page. Well, I thought I was doing all right. I was pretty happy with my score come Saturday night. And then everything, which sort of template, every player that was in the sort of template team on Sunday did well. So mm. I, I dropped down. So I ended up on 81 points, which, in, I mean, ordinarily that'd be excellent. I was I was thinking, oh, it must be sort of top 20 in our league. Nope, 472 <laughs> in mm. our league. Uh, so I was a bit, a bit gutted. As I was with Mike camping over the weekend, and Ant was camping, but on a trip that he didn't invite us to. So we had to set up a rival camp. So <laughs> I was camping with Mike. And Friday afternoon, I was uh, we, were, we were in a co-op, weren't we, near Weymouth? And yes, I was living changing, the dream. changing my team just constantly in the car. I just didn't know what to do. And in the end, I went big in the middle, terrible everywhere else. Uh, so Oh, that I sounds had... very much like my physique. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so I had Sanchez in gold, two points. Wambasaka, I went, I went Wambasaka over Shaw, which, having watched the highlights, seems like a terrible decision because Wambasaka just watches everyone attack. Um, I also fell for Ben White in defence, uh, oh, which you weren't alone in that. There's a lot of people grief. fell for Ben White. 
and and it reminded me of you know um you know when Toblerone started cutting out triangles from mm. their chocolate bars and you buy it and you think oh actually this isn't as good as it looks that was exactly what happened with Ben White Simicast I had um Simicast he got me six and then mm. midfield Mane three Barnes three Fernandez uh, twenty and Salah thirty four uh, up top. Even Tony got me two, but I reckon I'll keep him. He's got some good fixtures coming up. Bamford got me two, which was disappointing. But maybe. But I do think that a wounded Leeds is a dangerous Leeds, and I think that they they at home against Everton will be very good this weekend. So I'll be sticking. Uh, with who him. did who did you captain? Because you had two big wins there with both Salah and Fernandez. Who was I, your captain? Yeah, I captained Salah um, because last mm. last year he got me twenty points, uh, doubled up to forty on the first week mm-hmm. of the season. But the other the other player I had uh, was Adam Armstrong, six million. Mm-hmm. In, yeah. Thanks. We last week uh, on the podcast we said if he was to come in, what price would he have to be to to get him in our teams? Yeah. And uh, six million, I thought, was a, a good price for someone who's going good to be finish. starting up front. And we know he's a good finisher. He's a, yeah, cracking finish. So 81, uh, I'll take it that it could have been a lot worse. And, um, you know, congratulations to the to the guys who've done really, really well. We had someone in our league, uh, Philip Darko, who got 118, which good for grief. a first week is, is unbelievable, really. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, so how did you get on, Anthony? Well, it's a wooden spoon for me this week, mate. Um, Just just below average as well. I would suggest it's not often, is it? We get a week where you got the average of 69. Really, really high scoring week, wasn't it? Generally across the board. It was a weird one for me. I'd suggest I was slightly unlucky. Um, I was actually fairly happy with my team. Um, I mean, you talk about being 400 and something, Phil. I'm in the bottom 50, mate. I think I'm 590th in our league. Um, oh, I mean, the, the, the numbers are high this year. Boys, it's fine. Look, I started well last year and tailed off. I'm just going to do the opposite this season. It's all good. Mm-hmm. It's all good. So, I, just, I mean, you know, as I say, in terms of the luck, I had a front three, all of who scored. You can't ask any more of than that, I would suggest. Jamie Vardy, Callum Wilson and Danny Ings. Five, six and seven for them, respectively. I got my captain choice right. I had Mohamed Salah, who got um, 34. But then it was just, unfortunately for myself, dross across the rest of the pitch, really. Madison... Only got three, then injured. I made a late choice and took out Damari Graham, brought in Kai Havertz. Uh, he came on for the last eight minutes to get a single point. <laughs> so he's, he's obviously not in favour. I like some yeah. Pulisic and Chalabar and, 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 and the like have come in and done really well. Scored some good goals. So a single point for him. Uh, Brighton conceded to Duncan. He got two. Uh, Arsenal, which I'm sure we'll go on to more detail, looked absolutely woeful. I mean, uh, I text you boys, didn't I, in our group. Um, as soon as I saw the, the team news come out from the Brentford Arsenal game, I said, God, how weak is that Arsenal 11? It looked really bad on paper. And so it proved to be. So just a point yeah. for him. Yeah. TAA, six, was my only uh, defender who did anything. Luke Shaw only got a point. Um, Manchester United looked so good, but just conceded that worldie to Ailing. And Martinez, Aston Villa, conceding three to, to newly promoted Watford. He got me two. The bench I got wrong as well. I mean, I kind of yeah. got it right because Ailing, I expected Leeds to lose. So I had Ailing on the bench. Didn't expect him to go and score a weldy. So six yeah. points sat there on my bench. So I, I ended up with a grand total of 68, which normally, boys, I would suggest is, is a half-decent score. But, I mean, some of the, like you say, some of the scores, one into the hundreds for game week one. Goals all over the place, um, which is, you know, carrying on from last season. Last season started teams starting like houses on fire in terms of goals. Um, Defence is not on top, shall we say. Um but yeah, a little bit unlucky, boys. But uh, well done, well done to you, Tim. I'm, not, I'm gonna, now going to hand over to Michael. I'm sure he's going to tell us with great glee 
how he beat the beat the uh, or came out on top between the three of us. How well, did he come out on top? Because the <laughs> I mean, well, it's no, captain let, pick. Let, let's let Mike tell the story. Go on, Michael. You well, can, we, t- you can yeah. tell them about the uh, phoning me whilst uh, I was in the car as well. If you I will. I will. Story. Yeah. So let, let, let's talk me. To, I'll talk you for the team first of all. Um, so Schmeichel got me nine points. Um, very happy wow. with that. I think at five mil for the next few weeks, um, he's a, he's a great pick. Actually, defensively. Um, was really disappointing. So Shaw got me one. You know, I wasn't alone in in backing Shaw. Dean, you only got me the two, and Cash only got me one. You know, a, a real surprise result there. I thought for Villa at, at Watford, um, people have high hopes for Villa this season, and and I'm you know one swallow doesn't make a summer. A- apart from this this score, obviously, um, for me um, in this league. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think um, I think he'll come good eventually. Greenish only got me the one point. Uh, Havertz only got me the one point. Barnes only got me the three. So you, you probably think at this point, well, how the heck did Mike win this week? Well, I, I I know how you won and I'm still thinking, how did he win? Yeah, I mean, agreed. Ditto, how? Uh, well, uh, if we if we just look further into my midfield, I captained, firstly, Ryan Bertrand. Now, that was a controversial pick, but I thought it might just give me an edge. I wasn't expecting all those key players to come good. And we know that the vast majority of them did this week. Um, from those template teams, but um, I picked Bertrand, and actually that was that was proven to be a, a, a fairly sensible pick. They they kept a clean sheet at home to Wolves. I was confident they would, and I think had Bertrand played, um, he would have been on a lot of the set plays. So that wasn't a bad shout. Um, but of course, that was a three o'clock kickoff, and uh, myself and Phil were sat on Ringstead Bay Beach, um, burning, um, and uh, we were listening along to the game, much to the 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 thrill of our, our um, wives um, <laughs> on, on Phil's phone. Um, and Fernandez, of course, gets his hat trick. And I'm there. I'm pretty happy. Um, 20 points. However, he's my vice captain. So I was thinking, well, wouldn't be massively disappointed if Bertrand wasn't to play then. Uh, and lo and behold, we're driving from Ringstead Bay into the centre of Weymouth in convoy. And uh, through the radio, it comes... Some sweet, sweet COVID for Ryan Bertrand, <laughs> and uh, and he was unable to play, and of course it doubles me up to forty for Fernandez. Lovely old touch, lovely, unbelievable. Um, so I was of course straight on the blower to Phil. Um, yeah. So yeah, um, Yotta also picked me up eight points before being subbed off. Antonio, despite the missed penalty, got me thirteen, and Ings from scoring a penalty got me the seven. I total out at 86 points, lads. And um, should we just, yeah, stop the count to quote uh, uh, Donald Trump? Yeah, the, the worst thing soon. was when you, when you phoned me to say that your captain had COVID, I, I down the phone was laughing at you as in this is exactly the sort of terrible start I expected of your season. Yeah. And then there was a moment where it hit and I was like, Who, who's, your, <laughs> who's your vice captain? Oh, oh nuts. I couldn't oh. believe that. Well, yeah. well done you. Yeah, well Lovely. done. I was thinking. I was, I was pretty annoyed. I was at a food festival on Saturday, ba- equally baking. All it right, bloody da. Yeah, it was. It was very nice. I spent twelve pounds on fudge. Very, 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 oh, uh, very nice fudge. It was too. Anthony, um, not, not just very nice, Anthony. When I saw you earlier this evening, yeah. you told me it was the nicest fudge you've ever had. Yeah. Even though last year I made some oh. fudge for you and drove yeah. all the way to your house to deliver it, you told me tonight that it, it was the nicest fudge you've ever had. Yeah, I'm sorry, mate. I am sticking with that. As delightful as yes. your fudge, 
is was and how grateful i am that you drove all the way to deliver the fudge this well i'll I'll save you a piece mate it's 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 incredible fudge and i'm glad it was because it uh, mopped up my tears as i saw you both had fernandez as the uh, as i was getting updates from somebody else (laughs) oh bruno bruno's got two oh he's got three oh freaking heck brilliant yeah i was absolutely delighted with that but um how many points did you finish on 68 68 felt 81 myself 86 um so that means and mm. that it's um it's time to put a prize in the hamper uh now this has to be a prize that is of uh at least five pound value on ebay or more um, Well, wow. i have I mean, an exciting what? idea here oh, oh cool, okay. please do good, good to have a, As... a you know a bit of a brainstorm live on on the pod <laughs> absolutely uh let's not change a habit of a lifetime mm. so as as listeners may realise, it was my birthday last week. Had a lovely day. Thank you very much. Anthony has <laughs> a birthday in two days. Anthony has a birthday in two days' time. So Do I? Today, or is it tomorrow, Phil? It's, t- it's tomorrow the day after. It's, it's in August. Okay. And uh, so I gave him a present tonight, and he can open that live on air. And if he doesn't like it, it can go straight in the prize hamper. But okay. if he does that, after insulting my fudge, he is dead to me. <laughs> no pressure then mate i'm sure as sure as it's from you uh, i will love it but it was your birthday first and i gave you a gift tonight and i would like you to open it live on air oh this is quite okay. loving Flipping oh it. this is nice Sorry, Mike, Mike. You, that's all right i've got i've got the the the, the present of uh being top of our, the, the three of us it's fine did you and that, did you, that's probably uh, the best of the lot provide a gift for the proceedings this evening oh i didn't provide a gift <laughs> for either of you um, I will do what I normally do and pay for you to play foot golf next time we go or or treat you a pizza hut. Lovely. Okay, thank you. Give well, I'm, open, I'm opening Anthony's present as we speak. And, oh, there looks to be some sort of mug in a box, I would guess, uh, here. And a you t-shirt. might need some scissors. No, I won't need scissors, mate. I'm, I'm a strong man. I can open I mean, salad you two, You two do have a little history of giving gifts. I mean, Phil particularly giving gifts of... That have pictures of yourself naked on it to Anthony. No, this this is a cracker this time. Look at this. Oh, oh look at that. Look at that. A bit of branding. Oh, it's a it's a unique oh, fantasy, a fantasy podcast t shirt. Ter- turn turn around the back. Turn around the back. Oh, and a bit of sponsorship. Look, look at that, boys. That's lovely, handle. lads. There you go, mate. Recent pod. Hey, I wear that with around. pride. Yeah, yeah, I could do that. Thank you, mate. That's really kind of you. That's no, really he said he could and... do that. He said he could do that. Check out the mug. Check out the mug. <laughs> I'll check out the mug as well. I'm wondering where we're going here. Oh, this... oh Anthony, this is a lovely gift. Thank you very you much. Go. I hope this is making for great audio listeners. Oh, it's a fantasy threesome podcast mug. That there is... you go. I feel like we should all have one. And drink. Oh, yeah. That's really nice. Well, well, it's Mike's birthday in December. 22nd. There we go. I know that one. Very good. Thank one. you, Ant. That's really kind. Do you want to open your present? Oh well, why not? Please tell, me, please tell me you got him a fancy threesome T-shirt and mug. I, oh, that would have been a brilliant idea. Brilliant I mean, idea. the symmetry on that. Here it is. It's a lovely doggy bag there. It's not. It, a doggy uh, bag. Yeah, it's not. It's not. A, it's not. It's not some leftover party food. It is actually a bag a, with a, dogs a on. Party bag with dogs on it. Here we go. It's a, it's a reused gift bag. Oh, is this is this past the parcel? No, 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 not past. I, the I mean, I hope not, because because this is this is fairly tedious audio without. So. <laughs> Oh, good grief. Anthony, well, I've, des- I've designed your, your gift as well. I mean, Mike's got a point here with the nakedness and stuff on here. What? 
I'm just going to hold this up. What what we do have, and I have not yet seen this, because I'm going to get a packet. It's shoes. Shoes. Sure, sure. I mean, if you're in France. Do you know my shoe size? I uh, guessed at ten. <laughs> <laughs> Plimsoll type shoes with my my sporting hero and man crush, Jensen Button. There's a lovely topless one of them on there, Anthony. Oh, is there? So oh, no, just to I... be clear, these are a pair of trainers that are emblazoned with Jensen Button's face on. Yes. Many pictures, many pictures of Jensen Button's torso and oh, face. The two, yes. the two, I can't wait to step out with the two of you uh, anytime soon. I can't your, think uh, of anything I'd rather gear. have on my feet. Thank you very much, mate. There's no chance of that going in the uh, in the old prize hamper. No, thank what, you. What well, size can... are you? Oh, no. There we go. Sorry. So if, I can I draw you, if I can draw you back seamlessly to um, the fancy football podcast we're doing. Can we um, just clarify shoe oh. size? Just see if I've wasted ten. a load of money. 10, they are a 10. Excellent. Oh, mate. Okay. I, I can't wait to walk into my dentist at 9 a.m. tomorrow with those bad boys on. <laughs> so, this Anthony. This is incredible. Yes, sorry. Well, what will you be putting? Hamper. Yes, what will well, you be putting in the prize hamper? On the motorsport theme and the book theme, following on from Nigel Mansell's... Oh, really? Uh, really? Yeah, yeah. Just, you're just casting off all your various books. motorsport books. Well, you know, I'm guessing that all of our listeners in Singapore uh, would like a, another book to go with Nigel Mansell's autobiography, and that oh, is God. Jason Plato's autobiography, which is a oh, very good read. lads. <laughs> <laughs> what more could you want? It's a very good read. Boys, um, a bad news about being the number one fantasy sports podcast in Singapore. Uh, we're not anymore. Oh, oh what? Crying out. No, I, must, I mean, we took her out of the ball. We got complacent. Yeah, I would say the moment... Excuse? It, no, I think they had Nigel Mansell and were like, no, 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 no. Not I'm sure this. Jason Plato will have them roaring back. I promise yes. you one thing, boys. Should I lose next week, I will not donate a book and it will not involve motorsport. How's that for you? That sounds um, terrific. So like, coming up on this coming up on this week's podcast, 18 minutes in, uh, we'll be looking at uh, and uh, Michael's got some bargains for us, some bargain buys. Yes. We'll be doing our punts. We've got some questions. And uh, that have emerged after the game week one fixtures and then some predictions. So, uh, Mike, you, you've got a section lined up on bargain players. Am I correct? Yes, I have. And for this, I need some uh, music. Oh, uh, let me just, oh, yeah, I know. I have really have gone all out on this. Uh, I hope this works. Share audio. Uh, here we go. Can you hear that? Can you hear that? Yeah. Just about. Okay, so it's an Only Fools and Horses themed bargain basement. It's called Lovely Jubbly. Uh, each week, maybe just this week, I'm going to give you <laughs> five uh, five bargains out of my metaphorical suitcase uh, and my fold-up table. And all you need to do is decide whether they are indeed Lovely Jubbly or I'm being a plonker Rodney uh, to each one. So it's all about bargains, lads. Is that, that good? That's very yeah, good. That, that's great. Your um, okay. uh, your music's just about to, to cut off and an episode oh, yeah. of Fools no, and Horses no, is right. just about to start. No, I've got a loop, mate. It's fine. Excellent. Um, great. Here we go, then. Uh, first one is um, a young man. If you're of a certain vintage, you might remember the cartoon Dennis. Can't wait for Watford to play Newcastle. Mr. Wilson. Uh, yes, it's uh, Dennis of Watford. Five million. Uh, got a goal and assist on his uh, debut on Saturday against Villa. Looked very, very lively. And in the absence of Josh King, uh, looks to be the main man up front for them. Five million. 
he are was you excellent. Saying, are you saying uh, lovely jubbly or are you saying plonker Rodney? I'm saying lovely jubbly. Can we briefly talk about him? Sure. Cool. Yeah, I, I watched the uh, the highlights of that game, and before he went off he, with a slight knock, um, he's seventy five percent chance of playing the next game at the moment. But he was just dominant. He was really strong, really quick. Uh, like I say, he got a goal and an assist. I don't know, I don't know where he came from, um, but he's he's done. He, he looked really handy. And what is he? Five and a half. Five. Okay. Five. Five. Hmm? Yeah. Oh, bargain. Lovely, lovely that. Yeah. Yeah. He's a he's a bargain for me. And yeah, agreed. Lovely jubbly. Yeah, again, I, I saw that and a bit of a shock result that wasn't it? Villa Villa looked all, all over the place at the back, um, but he did look he did look really really good. And like I said, with Josh King out for a little bit. Um, my only question there, Mike, is what Watford's fixtures like? Oh, I've got absolutely no idea, mate. Sorry. Great. Cool. Well, I'm still going to love me, jubbly. I'm thinking, and not to, you know, like we were saying, you know, not to brainstorm live on the podcast, but maybe the audio that you're playing can be at the intro and the end to this section. Yeah, it is. I'll be honest. Yeah, that's right a, that's now. A, that's a fourth loop of the same theme track. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you very much. No problem at all. So you you can prepare it for when you stop talking about bargains. But for don't, now, don't who's, who's your next I've, player? I've made my point. Um, uh, my next player, um, maybe obviously, um, a lot of people were flagging him up pre-season. Said that he'd had a really good summer. Um, looked like he was uh, going to have a, a good second season for his team. Um, ben Rama of West Ham, who again popped up with a golden assist, is still at the time of recording still six mil. Yeah, um, I wouldn't be surprised to see some people jump on him. Um, he's filled that void that, that Lingard has left. Um, again, was on a lot of set pieces. Um, so yeah, at six million, he I think is uh, is a decent shout. Yeah, he's especially if you are now panicking, and like a lot of players are, they they're quickly trying to get Fernandez in or um, Salah in. Mm. Uh, he's he's a good enabler. You know, mm. he's a cheaper midfielder. You can swap out like Havertz and and. You know, say you've got Havertz and I don't know Son. If you really wanted to get rid of them, then you could go Ben Rama and Bruno. If you look at West like Ham's fixture as well, Leicester home, Palace home, Southampton away. I think Palace and Southampton are potentially banging trouble this season. United home leads away, so there's some points to be had there. Certainly in the, in the short term, I'd, mm-hmm. I'd go lovely jubbly on that one. Yep, same. Ah, oh, look at this. Okay, next up then. Now this was a this was a, a tough one for me to call. Um, there's some good value in the Spurs defence, I think. Uh, both Eric Dyer and Tanganga, who was brilliant yesterday against Man City. I watched the full 90 and um, it was a it was a real man of the match performance from him. Um, however, it was noticeable that he came off with, I think, 10 minutes to play. And Nuno bought on Doherty, who, of course, he had a really strong relationship with uh, at Wolves. And, and he did ever so well under Nuno there. Um, and Tanganga looked pretty peeved to be coming off. Um, so I think maybe he he senses that you know no matter how well he plays, Doherty could well then take his place. So I'm going for Eric Dyer, who I think will. <laughs> Sorry, I've, I've, I've gone round in I a mean, circle you, there. You have you have built up Tanganga to go Dyer. Mm. Yes, I have. Well, no, I'm saying Tanganga's Tanganga's not. I think he's a trap. He had a great yep. first game, but I think he'll I think he'll be dropped um, before too long for Doherty. I think um, the other the other thing with Tanganga is that during the game, because it's the only game that I saw all, all of the game this weekend, the he was targeting Grealish and targeting Sterling, and he was playing very physically to the point where, at one point, the ref had to speak to Lloris and say, look, calm yep. him down. Yep. And 
you know, if he's being told to play that way, he's going to pick up quite a few bookings as well. Oh, yeah. He's, he's munching into some... Munching what, flavor, what flavor are you on on the crisps? Uh, I've got a combo tonight. I've gone um, some bacon, some beef. It's it's a, it's a meat oh. feast of crisps. You can never have too much meat, my friend. Uh, wow. Okay. Despite, despite uh, Spurs' fixtures, which are Wolves away, Watford home, Palace away... I'm not sure, boys. I mean, yes, he got a bonus point, but I mean, I didn't see the Spurs game. In, in, incredible result for them. And I think Nuno is actually going to do very, very well for them this season. He may not have been their number one choice, but I think Spurs are going to do very well. I'm not sure there's enough points in him potentially there. But, you know, potential differential, 2% ownership at the moment. 2.1% ownership, in fact. What you did see with, with Wolves under Nuno was uh, they started with a very strong defensive base. And then they work from there. You know, it was very rare at half time they'd be in the lead. It would nearly always be near nil, nil nil at half time, and they'd give themselves a chance in the second half. So, if he adopts a similar strategy with Spurs, I think they're a, they're a team where if you're looking at four point five million defenders that are starting week in week out, and I and I do think Dyer will. For me, I think it's a it's it's a decent pick. But what about you, boys? So you're you're saying a bit of a plonker, Rodney Ant? Bit of a plonker for me, mate. Okay, Phil. It's a, it's a 4.5 million defender who's starting. So I, I would say, yeah, he's, he's all right. He's all right, that one. Uh, uh, whilst we're quickly talking about Spurs. Sorry, it's all right. I, that's, I mean, we're trying to build a brand. I know we've we've chopped the theme Sorry, already, I, but... I went super grass. Lovely jubbly. Thank um, you. Uh, whilst we're talking Spurs, Lucas Moura, 6.5 million. Mm. Mm. Looked like a man possessed and a man who brilliant. really has a point to prove. The amount yeah. of times he carried the ball from yeah. near the edge of his own box to, you know, a dangerous position for Spurs. And he just got his head down and ran. And Man City couldn't cope with him. It was a weird game, wasn't it? Because the first 10 minutes I spent watching thinking, I'm going to have to wildcard here to bring in City players. They look unbelievable. <laughs> and then they just kind of fizzled out. And Spurs scared them a few times with counterattacks. And then, yeah, City didn't really know what to do. They, I mean, everyone said it. They they do miss someone to put the ball in the net. Well, like Harry Kane. Uh, yeah, like Harry yeah. Kane. We'll see what happens there. Um, okay, number four then of my list of five um, is Umbermo. I flagged him up before the, the season. I thought he looked really lively against Arsenal. I mean, an Arsenal team that were bereft of any shape or uh, defence, frankly. But um, right, yeah. But he's, he's, there, there isn't a huge amount of uh, offerings below six million that I would look at. Maybe skip at Spurs, but again, he's playing very deep. Um, so I think Ambermo um, at 5.5 million. Brentford have already proved in that first game that they're here to compete. Um, they're not going to be uh, also rounds or they're not relegation fodder. Um, they, they may end up going down, but they certainly won't go down without a fight. And I think they'll score goals on their way. Um, so yeah, Ambermo for me at 5.5. Plonker. He had he, he had a moment where he was on he was just inside the box and he sold two mm. two Arsenal players completely the wrong way but then he kind of snatched at his shot but you, you could have easily you know scored there and should have scored yeah and he yeah he was very good going forward and linking up play and he's getting into all the right positions five point five million you got him Tamara Gray who we mentioned last week didn't we yeah. um, he who started, started. He? Yeah. and actually so did Townsend. But Everton, um, well, we'll talk about Ever Everton in a minute. But, well, um, we'll talk about Townsend because he's my number five. Thank you for the spoiler. Oh, um, yeah, we are. But, but, but going back to Abermo, lovely job, yeah, Lee Blanca. Yeah, lovely, I would lovely. go lovely job, Lee, again. 
short short term fixtures for for Brentford look look you know winnable. Palace away, Villa away, Brighton home, Wolves away. Um, so certainly short term. And and Brentford looked like, as you say they they were here to compete. Yes, Arsenal were were appalling, but Brentford looked really really good. I thought. And um, yeah, that's that's a good shout. It's a lovely jubbly for me. Great stuff. And then finally, then um, <laughs> we kind of preempted it. But Andros Townsend. Um, you know, he only played, I think it was 68 minutes. He's working his way back to fitness. Um, but I really like the look of him. Um, he was very dynamic going forward for Everson. Uh, was the difference, I think, in the second half. Um, got himself an assist. He's only got 0.8% ownership, mm. but he's 5.5 million. And I think he starts every week for Everton. And um, they're, a, they're a, you know, mid to top table team. I think as an attacking threat, he's, yeah, he's at 5.5. I think that's real value. I, I I see your five point five um, on Townsend, and I I would suggest you spend it on Gray. Really? Why? Um, because yes, he got an assist. Everton. I mean, I'm not suggesting you 100 percent buy Gray because I wasn't convinced with Everton despite their win. Uh, the the first goal um, that Richarlison scored, it was just a clearance from a corner headed back in, and Richarlison got on the end of it. It wasn't like great build up play. Decore produced a little bit of magic. Again, it wasn't great build-up play. It wasn't like they were streaming forward constantly. And then the Calvert-Lewin goal, that was, you know, a bit more a bit more classic, um, you know, forward play and, and, and attacking. So I don't know what we're going to get with them yet. I think... Who put the delivery in in that attacking play? Mm-hmm. Uh, who, who I'll tell you, it? it was Townsend. Townsend, yeah, yeah. Interesting that. Um but Damari Gray, in the, in, in the highlights I saw, Damari Gray, his, his all he was doing was get the ball down the line and cross it in for Calvert-Lewin. And that will produce assists and plenty yeah. of oh, them. Without doubt. Yeah, I mean, he, he could have scored in the first half, DCL, couldn't he? And, you know, Damari Gray was someone I had in my, my team originally. We talked about him last week. Wasn't sure if he was actually going to come in and start. Had about 0.4% ownership going into the weekend, but looked really lively. Um, and Everton have some some really winnable games coming up. So, yeah, Townsend would be a lovely jubbly for me as well. Yeah, so got... of, the, of the two, we're both making a case here for, for Everton asset. Um, would you go Gray or would you go Townsend? It's a tough one, isn't it? Because, you know, if you're looking at, at differentials already, which, you know, someone like myself who's playing catch-ups already got to play, um, I'm actually going to go with, with, with Demario Gray. I think, you know, he's, he's, he's going to start um, at the moment for Everton. Um, and, and he would just sneak it for me. But there's not a lot in it, is there? Both on price... And, and ownership and probably attacking threat. But um, Damari Gray would probably just sneak it for me. Well, there you go. Well, thanks, lads. Uh, um, it's a lovely feature, Mike. Well done. Th- there ends lovely jubbly. Oh, yeah, it really was. Lovely. Quite lovely. Thank yeah. you. Thank you. Yeah, well, done, you well make, done, Michael. And you didn't make a plonk of yourself, so happy days. E- yes, indeed. Now, boys. Let's let's talk about our punts where we pick mm. a, a player of under two percent ownership and uh if they come off then we're safe safe for the next week. We won't get our captain picked by a listener. Uh I went for Concer, who conceded three goals to Watford and got one point. Lovely. So not the best. Mike, you... who did you go for? Well I um <laughs> funny enough, I went for Ryan Bertrand, lads, and um oh, wow. Sadly, on this occasion, there's no subbing him out for for Fernandez. So nil point for me. Well, I mean, at least I won this one, boys. Of, of sorts, I had uh, Demi Gray, who 
got two points, I believe. So uh, I won out of, uh, out of the three of us, but still no goal or an assist. So it's a, a hollow victory, to say the least. Yeah, so no real return for, for any of us outside of the no, they No, absolutely not. Which means so, it's a three-way tie, right? Correct. It's a three-way tie, which means we'll play a little quiz, a little FPL quiz to decide who gets their, their, their captain picked by a listener. Now, the listener this week uh, who's picking it is Craig Richards by default because I, as, we, as I said, <laughs> was going camping and we had been to Peppa Pig World the day before. I was very tired. And I completely forgot to put the competition entry out there for the fantasy threesome punt. And uh, so Craig Richards messaged me earlier in the week saying, I'm, I'm not going to, you know, be there on Friday to do the competition. So let me tell you, I'm going for Martial. And Martial came on and got one point. And with that, he wins. So brilliant. brilliant. Congratulations, Craig. Craig, Craig Richards, that is, that is the win that you've been hoping for. Uh, so Craig will pick uh, one of our captains this week. Okay. depending on who wins this game. So, Mike, do you want to explain how Every Second Mounts works? Absolutely. Um, so, um, well, I'll, I'll just play it. Um, I'm going to give you a, a category, um, and there are up to 10 correct answers. What I want you to do is tell me how many of the 10 you can name without getting one wrong. Um, hmm. You'll compete before we reveal the answers um, as to who they think can get the highest score. They can then either choose to pass or play. So... Um, I'm really sorry about this, lads, but I am going um, oh, for a little. Sorry. Well, I'm, it's, a, it's a term I know you're not a fan of, but it's the top 10 players based on the first week with the highest XG. Oh, gosh. Mm. Okay. I could agree. Yeah. Do you want to explain what that is? Because Yeah, what is uh, yeah. It's expected Does goals. What it is? Yeah, it's expected goals based on a um, uh, uh, combination of uh, possession in the opposition box, touches in the opposition box, Shots are getting away. Um, chances created for them. So, so yeah. Top 10? Top mm. 10. Mm. Obviously, we've only had one game. So, I'll you're go... basing this purely on match of the day, really. I'll go two. What? Well, I don't have a clue. I don't I don't look at this statistic. Oh, I don't, but, you know, go hard or go home. My favourite, six. <laughs> Sorry, you've just jumped from two to six. Yep. <laughs> I'm playing them out of the game, mate. You could have just gone three. Yeah, but then he'd just go four. There's just no point. Let's just get on with it. Six. Six. Uh, yeah, out of ten. Yeah, um, why not? Yeah, it's all yours. Feels like you can just sit back now and just let me fail on the first one. Okay, yeah. then. So based on one week and one week alone, let's look at the top ten XG. Uh, and away you go. Uh, Bruno Fernandes. Um, and incredibly... <laughs> really? Uh, and with that, Anthony, you, you've lost the game. Uh, <laughs> what? <laughs> Some, s- someone who scored a hat trick? Mm, yeah. Wow. Well, he's, got makes... expect, he's got expected goals of 0.68 uh, per oh, game. Oh, good. Let good. me tell you, that, right. is, that is why I don't listen to. Uh, <laughs> I just, that's why I watch football. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But let me talk you through cool. the 10, though. Because it, it, yeah, it, it may, you know, it may tip off a few people. Do you want me to, you want me to go for some guesses? Yeah, go on then. Well, you can go until you get one wrong. Oh, I think Calvert-Lewin had lots of chances. Yes, he did. He's in the uh, top ten. Uh, five, in fact. Ron Dennis for Watford? No. <laughs> it's Emmanuel Dennis. Um, Adam Armstrong? And, and you've had your turn, Anthony, but no. Um, so, your, your top ten looks like this. Uh, top. I mean, stupid XG. 
uh, Mikel Antonio. Uh, Roberto Firmino, remarkably, after just uh, well less than half an hour on the pitch, uh, is number two. Number three is Callum Wilson. Four, Christian Norgard of Brentford. Uh, five, Dominic Calvert-Lewin. Six, Neil Mope. Seven, Adama Traore. Eight, Danny Ings. Nine, James Tarkovsky. And 10, Thomas Suchek. So a few surprises in there, but you might want to, you know, you want to look at a few of those assets. Um, Suchek is, is another one at 6 million. Mopay's cheap up front as well. Norgard, that would that would really um, surprise a few of your friends in your leagues if you went for Norgard. Um, high XG. So if, if XG's your thing, I know it's not Phil's. Um, or mine and, now. And I'll be, frankly, yeah, after after yeah, hearing that someone can score a hat-trick and have a, a lower XG than um, Mopay. Um, yeah, I'm a bit, I'm a bit lost by it, really. But there we James go. Uh, so that that is one nil, Phil. Woo. Well done, Phil. Okay, do you want my my question now, then? Please. Okay, I'm going for because I I like to think of myself as a player who can who can see a pass. I can't necessarily pull it off, but I can see a pass, and I like to play a nice little neat through ball. So I'm looking for players who have got an assist so far this season. There are a few of them. Brilliant. Oh, I wish. Let's, no, I'd, I'd guess there's about 20, 22. I wish I'd spotted this on match of the day. Uh, I'm going to go six. Assists. Um, how many, Phil, are there? About 20 odd. Yeah, 20 ish. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, I just didn't notice, boys. Go on then, Mike. Reel off your six. Brilliant. Okay. Um, well, um, I've named a few of them already in my uh, in my uh, lovely jubbly uh, section. So let's get those over and done with. Uh, Emmanuel Dennis of Watford. We've talked about him a lot tonight. Yes, star yes. of the show. Uh, five, five million pounds. Ben Rama, goal and an assist. Correct. Um, Andros Townsend. Yes. There's three. Uh, of course, Paul Bogba uh, got four assists this week. So. Um, I'll have him in there as well. He got four assists this, this week. Last season got six in total. Mm, incredible. Uh, so I got two defined. Two defined. Um, hmm. Well, Antonio got an assist, didn't he? Yeah, Antonio missed a penalty and still got 13 points. Incredible. Um, and bringing home the bacon, um, I will go with um, the little wing wizard himself, Alan St. Maximin of Newcastle. He looked good, didn't he? And he has got an assist. Yeah, he's playing play, he's... playing as a striker in the game this season, which is a bit frustrating. Mm. Yeah, that is frustrating. Um, in the opposite way to Mbwemo, who is playing as a midfielder in the game, but is actually a striker. Mm. Uh, mm. But yeah, Mike, that wins it. So Ant has lost twice. So That's we me, can then. play your we can play your question for fun, Mike. Or Ant. Oh, and, 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 and question. So is that it? It was over that quickly, and I forgot it even happened. So <laughs> thanks, mate. That's good. That's good. This is it's been it's been a solid start for me this season. Good. good. <laughs> I'll, uh, I'll just uh, I'll just remortgage my house while I put into the hamper every week. Right. Uh... So for, for mine, boys, um, I've gone off piece a little bit in terms of the format. So here we go. Let's 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 give this a go. And you're going to have to rack your brains on some of these. So uh, Bruno Fernandes scoring a hat-trick on the opening day of the season was the 10th time a player had scored a pr- uh, Premier League hat-trick on the opening day of the season. 
what I want you to do is see if you can name the other nine. But the way we'll do it, because it is pretty tricky, is I will name the year, and you can take it in turns. I'll name the year, and you can see if you can name the player who scored it. So, okay. Mike, as you won, got the most points uh, out of the three of the season, I'll let you go first. So the first... Not, not, well, this season so far, Anthony. Well, Okay. It's, it seems Actually, a fair way to pick who goes first to me. Absolutely. <laughs> Manager of the season so far. Okay. Um, so the first year, the first time it happened was in 1993. Can you name oh. the player who did it, Michael? I remember it well. Uh, 1993. I mean, you, were, you were probably 25. Yeah, thank you. Um, <laughs> I'm going to say... Um, so 93... That was the second year of the Premier League, wasn't it? Or the, or the first? That was the second year, I believe, yeah. Yeah. Um, who was in their pomp then? Oh, I don't know. Let's go Sheringham. Oh, no. interesting. Interesting. I was going to go there. In which case, I'll go Klinsman. No, <laughs> you won't believe it. Mickey Quinn of Coventry. Uh, they beat Arsenal 3 0 on opening day in 93. And he's got I'll be trip. honest, I was, I was helped out by uh, FPL Rapper Ducky there. When I say helped out, missed <laughs> Who's uh, who's watching along and had commented? Oh, lovely job, lovely job, Phil. Your year is nineteen ninety five. Okay, my year is nineteen ninety five. I will go for a young Alan Shearer. <sighs> oh no, Mike. Any ideas? Tony Yaboa. Oh, good shouts, boys. But it's not. It's Matthew Letizier. In a 4-3 win for Southampton. Uh, sorry, a 4-3 defeat for Southampton against Nottingham Forest. There we go. So, straight to the next year then, Mike. Which view is 1996? Hmm. I mean, that feels very Shearer. Shearer is not. Phil, do you want to have a guess? Well, I will, because you've asked. I'm going to go <laughs> uh, left field and say Chris Armstrong. Oh, not a bad shout. It's Kevin Campbell boys kevin campbell yes in a three nil win uh for forest against city uh, Coventry city right the next year 1996 phil again 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 there was two in the same year oh 1996 i was but 11 years old just turned 11 uh when i just turned 11 i was watching well let's go for Adiakambayi. <laughs> Probably pre him, mate. No, so that's ah. not correct. I mean, Mike? out of nowhere, I'm going to go for Fabrizio Ravanelli. Out of nowhere. Are you Googling? Because that is the correct answer. Ah, oh, well, that's brilliant. Thank you, uh, thank you, FBL Rubber Ducky, for your assistance, sir. Uh, and do you know the team who, who, uh, that it was against? It was mid- uh, win for Middlesbrough on the opening day who, against who? Um, was it Chelsea? Uh, no, it was Liverpool. Ah, yeah. In a 3-3 three, three draw. Right. Straight to the next year. So, Mike, I believe it's your turn now, my friend. Yes. Straight to the following year, 1997. Oh, um, 1997. Uh, Shearer again, please. Incorrect. Phil? Uh, he keeps taking Shearer. Even though it's wrong, it's at least an answer. Uh, you were now 12. Les Ferdinand. Oh, not bad chat, boys. Your second favourite team, I believe, both of you. Cov City. Dion Dublin. Oh, nice. Before his home's under the hammer fame. Right. Mm. So we jump, Phil, this is your year now. Jump all the way to 2008. Gosh. 2008. Uh, Rude Van Nistelrooy. 
Well, not a bad guess, but it's incorrect. Mike, have you got anyone there? That's funny. I'm going to go read around this story. Um, maybe maybe Rubber Ducky will get this one as well. Maybe. Um, this is a tricky one, to be fair, this one. Hmm. Not. Stuart Ripley. Oh, Rubber Ducky is clearly on Google. Is indeed Agbonahol. <laughs> <laughs> Love that. <laughs> okay, one more then, Anthony. One more, and then we'll get on to our questions. Yeah, we'll make this the last through. one. There is more to come, but here we go then. 2010, I believe. Who's goes in now? Is it Phil? 2010. I'm going to go with Wayne Rooney. Oh, no, it's not. Mike? Uh, 2010. Uh, I'm going to say Didier Drogba. Oh, and you would be correct. Yes. Is, is that a genuine non-cheating answer? Yeah, genuine non-cheating answer. I don't know where you pulled that from, but that was that was beautiful. Yeah, they hit West Brom okay. for the six. Uh, I'll just very quickly tell you the other ones. Raheem Sterling, 2019, Mohamed Salah last year, and, of course, Bruno Fernandes at the weekend. So there you go. Nice Thank you, Anthony. That was some lovely trivia. You're welcome. So, gents, was there anything that you took out of the games over the weekend? That Victory. You've... Oh, sorry. Uh, <laughs> hollow, hollow. Uh, that you that you thought maybe having watched these games, I'm going to take that moving forward with my team. Well, so, I I instantly made three changes Saturday night. If that helps, no, <laughs> you, you didn't even do that. You made three changes Friday night. Wow. Oh yeah, I did actually, didn't I? <laughs> because literally none of your players had played, and you trans you made three transfers, and you said to me, "I just thought I better do it now." Yeah. <laughs> well, I guess I that. forgot. Yeah. Yeah. So what what transfers did you make? Um I bought in. Well, you know, um Fernandez only got me um 40 points, so I've transferred him out. <laughs> um, <laughs> and uh replaced him with uh, Jaden Sancho because I think Sancho comes in for Dan James this week. Um it's harsh because you know, they've obviously had a, a good win at home to Leeds. But I think Sancho plays away at Southampton and I think he scores or assists. So I've brought him in. Interesting, though, that Bruno, I mean, I don't want to go from the tangent, but Bruno was playing very central, wasn't he? Uh, and very, very high up the pitch. But anyway, Sancho I brought in. Lukaku, I've brought him in. 11.5. Feels a bit early. Well, uh, yeah, really. And obviously, I've, I've swapped out Antonio. I've swapped out my highest scorers, um, to be sense. honest. Fernandez and Antonio, thanks, thanks for the uh, thanks for the memories, but off you pop. Um, so, so those two players between them got you fifty three points, and you had mm. already transferred them out before they got you those points. Uh, yes. Never change, Mike. Never change. Yeah, and I bought Rafina in for somebody, but I couldn't tell you who. I have to Excellent. agree with uh, with with Rubber Ducky there. Just posted that Lukaku is terrible value at eleven point five. I think, yeah, getting him then this early is, I think, at this stage. I mean, Chelsea looked pretty good without him the weekend. So it's a lot of money, mate. And the fixtures aren't money. the fixtures aren't amazing, Chelsea's, are they? Arsenal the way next, but Arsenal the way next. I just feel yeah. like that is okay, ready yeah. made for Lukaku to come and absolutely smash it up. Yeah, mm. yeah, smash that's, it up. Okay, that's fair enough. The, talking of smashing up, did you see the um, Tarkovsky goal against? Oh, I, I was going to raise this, boys. I mean, I've seen it briefly. I might so just to clarify, we've got Var now, and he's pushed. Was it Mope to the floor? Yeah, yeah. Well, he effectively ran. Well, I have Mopay. no issue with that whatsoever. Really? 
It was I interesting. Really I really don't like Mopay. Yeah, but it was Burnley. <laughs> yeah, imagine Burnley. Yeah. So, so yeah. To, yeah. Burnley, Burnley ruining my keeper's clean sheet within two minutes, only mm. to find out that he had effectively... I mean, at the end of the day, all Mopay was going to do was block him off. But he did just run over and push him, push him onto the floor. Yeah, uh, that, so, yeah, that was very incredible. Boys, just just quickly. I mean, not so much. Well, I mean, I, I, you know, I'm in a bit of trouble here. At early doors in terms of my team. Um, I've got Madison, who's picked up a knock. Is only seventy five percent at the moment. I've got Havertz, who doesn't look like he's going to be starting for Chelsea at the moment, unless uh, Tuchel is going to suddenly do a bit of rotation. At the moment, I'm playing a five two three. Um, wow. With, yeah, exactly. With the players that I've got, I've got Tierney in there who is playing for a, a very, very poor Arsenal team and at home to Chelsea, you look very good at the weekend. So we know, as as we know from last season, I do not like making transfers unless completely necessary. Do not like starting on minus, quite the opposite to Mike. But it feels like I might have to at this early stage. Certainly don't want a wild card at week two. Um, but yeah, I'm in, I'm in a bit of pain here, boys. I got it. Just cut, don't listen to him necessarily. But <laughs> that wild card out, Anthony. Those two it's too early, players, surely. You got that's fifteen and a half million there. Mm. And if you were to bring in, because you messaged me, didn't you, saying you know about Bruno and you didn't have him. He's yeah. how much twelve? So yeah, you'd need to make three changes to bring him in. Oh, he's twelve point one. He's actually gone up now. Oh dear. So yeah, that is. <laughs> oh dear. <laughs> I'll tell you what this I could do for the same... I think worrying. Pogba, Pogba, who got four assists at the weekend, is the same price as Havertz. The thing is, you're thinking is, realistically, <laughs> was that a flash in the pan from him? Is Pogba Pogba's, this Pogba's, year's Hang William. on, Pogba is cheaper than Havertz. Pogba's 7.6. He's gone up in price as well. Uh, so a lot of people have fought like that, Anthony. But Havertz, mm. you've actually spent 8.5 on. Yeah, see, I mean, yeah. It, it's definitely one I'll consider, I think. But then... You know, that's still going to just leave me with a 5-2-3. <laughs> so it doesn't really help me out because my two at the moment does include a Havertz who isn't playing. So Pog- I may Pogba have to hit, hit a minus. He's this year's William. Everyone's going to transfer him in yeah. and be let down by him. Saints away, though. Saints away. Yeah. Saints... Next up, very winnable, to say the least. Mm. Yeah, mm. this is true. But if Whitten I had Wolves, 15... then Newcastle, then West Ham. 15.5 to spend on two midfielders. I would probably look at someone like um, Son, if you can get him in, Mm -hmm. because he looked very dangerous. They've got Wolves, Watford and Palace next. Mm -hmm. That'll leave you with 5.5 for maybe Mbwemo, maybe Damari Gray. And I think that'd be a a better combo. You're at least looking at players who have got, um, you know, pretty much guaranteed starts. Mm. Havertz clearly at the moment isn't guaranteed. And, and I think Lukaku only uh, knocks him down the pecking order further. Should we have a look at the fixtures, lads? Let's do it. Yeah. Okay, so uh, our Saturday lunchtime game is Liverpool versus Burnley. I only see this going one way. If you're losing at home to Brighton, Burnley, you're you're in for a bit of trouble this season. We all know what Burnley did last season out there, don't we? <laughs> we do, we do. Late, late winner. But yeah, no, yeah. I have to agree. Liverpool look very, very good. Norwich, poor. Yeah, but I mean, Liverpool look back to their best, didn't they? Very, very good going forward. In in terms of assets, um, that that's who I let go, Yota, because I'm another one who scored good points for me. Um, I'm <laughs> I'm I'm nervous 
about so so you've transferred out 60 points of players uh yeah cool yeah uh, I'm nervous that he got dragged off after an hour for Firmino. I I, I just wonder mm. if he's going to yeah, be starting yeah. week in week out. That's a that's a concern. I thought the two of them played in the same team last season, so I'm not quite sure what happened there. It's a yeah, it's a nice headache for Mr. Klopp to have, isn't it? It is. Um, of of the Liverpool assets, is there any anyone that looks like value? I guess Shimikas, you know, at left back, it looks like he's going to get a run in the team at four million. A lot of people, obviously, have have uh, have jumped on him. And he's taking he's taking corners in the mm. set pieces. Mm. TAA, I mean, we know he's the most expensive defender in the game, but I had him. He was one of the one of the only players defensively for me who got points. But he looked he looked good going forward as well. But if, you've, um, if, but you've got, if you're looking, at, yeah, if you're weighing that up, then if you're weighing that up, is Trent worth three point five more than Shimakas? Yeah. Well, I would not suggest you're not. Get, you're going to get a return on that, especially if Shimakas is on set pieces on, yeah. on some of the corners. That's and, and especially when you only have two midfielders like me, that money could be spent <laughs> yeah. elsewhere. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I, I've um, got, I've got, um, I've got Mane and I've got Salah. And regretting that I've... already? No, no, not yet because they've got some good fixtures, and that's why I got them in. I got them both in because they've got a good, they got a good run of fixtures at the start of the season. The only issue for me is that that is the first game of the weekend. If I captain someone in the first game of the weekend and they don't do anything, I'm going to be really annoyed. Yeah, you know it's it a bit of a weekend ruiner, isn't it? It really is. And so I'm thinking maybe I'll captain a United player away at Southampton. But um, yeah, I just, and Burnley would be even more annoying if they stopped Salah scoring, you know? Mm, mm, mm. Okay. Um, we, we, we won't even bother with Burnley assets. Uh, Aston Villa against Newcastle. We've touched on a few of these players already involved. Uh, I mean, Ings got the penalty, didn't do a great deal else at the weekend, and an awful lot of people are on board Ings um, at eight million. What do we what do we think in terms of uh, Villa assets? Was that just a blip, an opening day blip? Yeah, you can read too much into it, can't you? Yeah. I mean, Watford were clearly up for it, and well, Villa had- were a bit dumbstruck, really. Of course, Watford had that guy who they'd had in their books about four years. He never played a first-team game for them. He'd been mm. shipped out on loan, comes in, uh, second half scores an absolute worldie. So I think it could it could have been a freak result. I think they probably did the scoreline. They did flatter Villa at the end, didn't they? Score two two very late goals. Mm. Um, but Villa at home, I fancy Newcastle looked leaky against West Ham. You know, lost lost uh, was it four two in the end, even with Antonio's missed penalty. So um, I, I fancy uh, Villa to get a few goals and to to win that game. Goals for both teams, I would suggest as well. Yeah, I mean ba- Bailey um, Bailey fizzed in an assist. It wasn't actually a great ball, but um, got an assist on his debut. Um, Six point five million comes with a good reputation from from the Bundesliga, so um, he might be somebody you want to look at if you're if you're looking at somebody a little bit different. Um, yeah, those those early signings. Not everybody takes a chance on these early signings, and um, I think ownership for for him will be a lot lower than Buendia. So. Um, yeah, worth worth a look. That's because Wendy's on set pieces as well, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, I really like St. Maximan, but I yeah, I'm frustrated that they're playing him as a on the game here as a striker. Um, what about what about Callum Wilson? Seven point five. He's in the same sort of price band as uh, what Richarlison and Calvert Lewin, mm. and and yeah, there's a there's a few other Scored strikers the weekend. around. You know, Antonio. 
I think yeah. I think him and Saint Maximin are the only two assets at Newcastle that I would I would even consider having in my squad. Yeah, yeah, that's well, fair. I think despite all his injuries, Callum Wilson still scored nearly half of Newcastle's goals last season. It was some ridiculous stat like that. So, well, knows, knows even more is. ridiculous this season, he scored exactly half of all their goals. <laughs> uh, all right let's have a quick look at uh, crystal palace brentford um this is this is one that would have made the um the uh the monday uh monday night at six o'clock kickoff back in lockdown um yeah. crystal palace against brentford um difficult to judge crystal palace on a on a on a away trip to, to Stamford bridge isn't it um and brentford obviously started very well uh, traveled just on the road to palace um, Norgard with a very high XG, mm. um, and we've we've talked up in Burmo already. Um, Ivan Tony is he gonna is he gonna disappoint a few uh, owners because he's got very high ownership? Could he be this season's Mitrovic? Everyone jumped on the Mitrovic train, didn't they, last season? Mm-hmm. I think him and Werner were two of the um, most selected by going into game week one last season. Um, yeah. yeah, not sure. Do you know what? I, I've, I I don't know if you boys remember, but Palace a few years ago, Huddersfield had just come up. Um, their first season in the Prem, they went to Palace on the opening day, one three nil, and I just feel like Palace will take a bit of bit of time to get used to playing under Vieira, and I think I, f- I fancy Brentford to win this one, boys. Um, and I think you've picked out some good assets to to look at, cheap ones and Buemo and players like that. But Tony, I think there's there is a lot of a lot of people have kind of jumped on that train, and I think there'll be uh, a few concerned people if he doesn't score this weekend. How how sorry? How are you remembering? Huddersfield fixtures and results. No, from I remember years that. ago. I remember that because I have a memory. No, I just remember what? it was Stano, You know, you know, Huddersfield, <laughs> Huddersfield. There, there was just a bit. Sake, man. Well, there's just a lot of fuss at Huddersfield, wasn't there? At the time of getting promoted, um, you know, they were they'd come from I think in the the, the the bottom half of the of the championship. They'd had a storming run. They got promoted, and they went to Palace on the opening day and absolutely whooped them. And I, yeah. I don't know. I just, I just remember it, and uh, it just feels a bit like that for Palace. I think that was the season actually. Palace lost their first seven games, and they still stayed up. So there you go. Oh, under yeah. under De Boer. Yeah. Would and you then say Roy came in? That Zaha is very much a forgotten man this year. People, you know, usually you have a a fair band of people who have got him in their teams. He's, mm. he's picked by six point seven percent of all players at the moment, and so not for know, me. Not for me. Is t- is it too patchy for you? Yeah, too up and down, and I just don't fancy Palace. Certainly, I think they're going to take a while, as I say, to get used to what Javier wants to play. So, um, yeah, my favourite saying at the moment: "Wouldn't touch him with a barge pole." Oh, there it is. Bap bap. Yeah. Uh, okay, then, Michael. Next picture, please. I was desperately trying to find um, the attendance to see if Anthony could remember that, but I, I just can't take it down. Um, <laughs> 22,000? <000, something like laughs> uh, Leeds Everton then. Really difficult one this to call, I think. Um, expect goals, uh, as we probably will in most Leeds games. Um, Bamford obviously didn't uh, set the world alight in his first game, Phil, but um, didn't you're sticking to. with him. You're sticking you with know, him, are you? You wouldn't have so, known he, he was on the pitch, would you? Yeah, I've got, I've got this issue, and I, I know... Um, Lukaku is expensive, but my plan will be to move Mane to Lukaku or Kane if he goes to City. At the moment, last season, what I would have done now is go striker and Mane out, bring in Lukaku, take a minus four. And this mm. season, I'm trying to be more patient. I'm really, really trying to be yeah, more it's patient. Overrated. Not, 
not just fritter away money. And I've got to remember that I picked Mane because he's got good fixtures coming up. So I've mm. got to show a bit of faith more than one mm. game. He could have had a goal. He could have had an assist. Um, but Bamford is probably my route to getting Lukaku at the moment. And so I'm slightly worried um, for his existence. I'm hoping he scores a couple of goals and then he'll just reassure me. But I, I wouldn't panic about Leeds. I don't think Bielsa will let them just absorb loads of batterings. It was a one-off game mm-hmm. against United. I think there's, there's loads of panic. brilliantly there's loads of brilliantly cheap Leeds assets. You know, I, I know a lot of people have got on board uh, Rafina, uh, Harrison. You know, um, has, has performed really well over the last year for them. Um, Bamford, I'm, I'm really not sure. Eight million Dallas. There there are loads of cheap options. Luke Ailing, if you're looking born to. Off. It's yeah, a, I mean, his first, his, first, beauty. his first Premier League goal, I think we talked pre-season about the fact that you can expect him to start every week, but um, don't expect a great deal more than that. And then he goes and, and yeah, scores in the, in the first game. But um, on, as for Everton, we've kind of touched Everton, haven't we, uh, already with, with Gray and um, with Townsend, um, Rick, Rich, Rick Carlison, Richarlison. Um, fair play in to... Amongst the goals. Fair play to Richarlison, Richarlison, who he played in the Copper America... He mm. then went to the Olympics mm. and then came back and started the season and played out of his skin. Yeah. You know, fair play. That's, yeah, I didn't expect him to be playing yet. Um, Agreed. Uh, with with the Leeds assets, Rafinha has been called up to the Brazil squad. There's an international break in a couple of weeks. And Brazil have got, and Argentina, I think, I think the South American teams, they're playing an extra game. So uh, there is a chance he may miss a game. Uh, He'll be out for like game week, maybe four or five. Information I could have done with on Friday night, Phil, um, when I transferred him in. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Well, you know, I I still think he's a great player. And as Robert Mm. Ducky is saying online, uh, he's their best option. But I I, I don't want to bring in a player who is is potentially going to miss a game you know, in a couple of weeks' time. I think there'll be very few squads Great. out there without a Leeds asset. I think you'd be mad not to have one of them just yeah. be, just because of the, the, the yeah, your value for money there. Um, Furpo, by the way, my tip. Oh, off, yes, Furpo, that went well. Came off the bench, got a minus one for me. Not ideal, but he was on <laughs> he was on my bench because I, I did fear that United were going to be up for it. You really um, bigged him up. I, patience on Furpo, please. He, yeah. starts, he starts for me this week against Everton. Okay. Uh, wow. All right, then. So, Man City, Norwich. Man City, Norwich. Norwich, I mean, this looks all ends up an absolute pasting. Um, well, especially with Man City being a wounded, a wounded beast after their surprise defeat yesterday. Um, what assets? Man, I mean, we've we've all talked previously about not touching Man City assets because of Pep Roulette. Well, would, you, would, you, would you consider any? Yeah, I would. I would. Um, Grealish. Mm. Um, although I was disappointed at how deep he was playing against Spurs. Um, I, I prefer him in that number 10 role. Um, it's whether Pep does, that's the problem. Um, especially when you're accommodating both him and De Bruyne. Interesting that De Bruyne came on, played that false nine, made a real difference last 15 minutes. Um, looked very dangerous every time he got on the ball. Uh, De Bruyne, for me, it's, it's still not to be overlooked. I think he'll play most weeks, De Bruyne. I think he'll rotate around him, but I think De Bruyne and I and I think Grealish actually, and mm. um, will start. 
it'll be interesting to see in terms of what they do as a holding midfielder because uh, yesterday it was Fernandinho and he looked he looked off it. No, um, he looked he looked every one of his thirty four years. Um, whether they play Rodrigo or, or yeah, I don't know. I don't know what happens there, but um, yeah, I, I would look at Gre- Grealish eight million. I think is it was a steal for Villa, but he was on all their set pieces, wasn't he? He was their main man. Yeah, it's a slightly different affair with Man City. Um, is he is he better value in the City team at eight million than he was in the Villa team? At eight million. There's a there's a there's a poser for you. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Not, not not right it's now because question. him and him and Sterling were playing on top of each other. It was mm. a bit confusing. They were both playing wide left, weren't they? Mm. It was weird, but maybe that's just what Pep likes doing. Um Norwich, obviously they beat City last time at the start they of the did. season in the Premier League. They did. Do you remember that Ant? I do. Yeah. Where the attendance was, um, yeah, no, three two the score wasn't it? But that was at Cairo, not at, at the Etihad. So a bit of a. I remember because me and Phil were listening to it in the car on the way to Bournemouth that night. We were on a, out on a social. We were going out on a social. Well, I think we were meeting you, Anthony. Yeah, and the second goal went in. Oh, there well, you go. Well, well, well. And I wouldn't be bringing any Norwich assets in, particularly for this game. That would <laughs> that would seem like madness. It they've would. got. They've got. Leicester and Arsenal afterwards, but game week five is where cheap Norwich players will probably come to the fore because mm-hmm. they've got plenty of them. Campwell looked off the pace mm. and uh, he put beautiful in, hack in the second in second oh, half. Yeah, that was oh, goodness me. That was classic. He pre- he pressed circle on the on the controller <laughs> like you did as hard as you can. Sived him down. So yeah, I'd look at Norwich assets after that. Um, Brighton against Watford is a five thirty kickoff on Saturday. Are these two teams that we've we've done a bit of an injustice in terms of the preseason build-up? Both of them um, walked away with wins on Saturday afternoon, mm. and, and unexpected wins of that, I would I would imagine. But there's no there's no uh, Galacticos in there, is there? In terms of players that you would just want to have in your team? No, but you mentioned maybe Mope for this one. He's cheap. I know you don't like him, but um, you know he scored scored again at the weekend. Watford, you know, I think it could be have, could have it at both ends of the pitch. I think it might be good going forward, but you know they're going to be leaky defensively. I mean, I'd flagged Brian up boys in the fixtures last weekend, and they got some good winnable fixtures mm-hmm. to start with. Good win after coming from behind at the weekend against Burnley, and like Mope. I mean, I've got Dunk in my team, um, and Duffy, I think this, Duffy four million. Yeah, cheapest chips. You know, this mercy. He really is. <laughs> Uh, another four million, another four million player. Saints had Livramento, and he started. Mm. I did mention front. him actually in our preseason preview. I did say yeah. that they were going to try and accommodate him and Carl Walker Peters in the same team. Yeah, he got the nod, so that was very interesting. Four million for a starting mm. defender. Is he this season's Tyreek Mitchell? Maybe, maybe. Um, but on the on the Watford team, I don't think we underplayed them. It's just we had no idea what to expect from from them. And I'm not sure we still do. They, you know, they had like ten strikers on the game. It's a huge it was... squad. It's a yeah. huge squad. Mm-hmm. Ismay Lasar is 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 the one that will will yeah. play every week, um, at six million and set as a midfielder. Um, he he might be a differential for people. Um, look very very dangerous. Yeah. Um, Southampton Man United. Did Man United continue where they left off? I had um, chat to me telling me that he'd bought uh, today that he'd bought in. Um, who's your old man? That plays up front for them, Cavani. Yeah, he brought him in today as what? part of a wild card pick, which seemed odd to me. He was saying that the chances that they were creating for 
uh, Greenwood, Cavani would be mopping that up all day long with the amount of crosses we're going into the box. I don't know. No, I, I mean, wouldn't. Uh, no, not for me. Not for me. Someone no. who, someone who's not guaranteed to start week in week out. Yeah, agreed. Obviously, That's... I put Sancho in. Do you think Sancho? Do you think Sancho starts this one? Uh, I think he. I think yeah. I think Daniel James did okay, but no more than that. Um, United just looked very good. I, I fancy United actually to push, probably City and Liverpool and well, Chelsea actually, boys. I think I think it's wide open to be honest. Um, but I fancy United to to be the, the the closest challenge for the league. And I think Sancho's a great great shout. I think of the money they've paid for him, he's he's going to start sooner rather than later. Mm. And no better time than a, against the Southampton team will bang in trouble. They're they're going to go for me, despite I think Adam Armstrong is a bit of a snip. He knows where the goal is, but I just don't think it's enough for them. Mm. They, it was interesting that they selected Alex McCarthy in goal, and he may well be there because last season they kept chopping and changing their keepers. Mm. Four point five million for a starting keeper, but I wouldn't be making keeper transfers right now. No. Uh, Ward Ward Prowse six point five, but they don't have much excitement in their team, do they? Not at all. No. Adam Adam no. Armstrong, like I said, he's selected by one point eight percent of all players. You can go Tony to Armstrong and bank. 0.5 million there and yeah. uh, he is, he's a goal scorer just like Tony so I think they'll end up on a similar goal tally at the end of the season mm. yeah okay I'll give that uh, Wolves Spurs Wolves Spurs Wolves uh, looked every bit the team I thought they might be um, kind of yeah the odd flurry of excitement going forward but on the whole uh, pretty solid didn't trouble Leicester too much did they and um uh, I, I didn't see anything in Wolves that I thought, oh yeah, I want to, I want to be bringing them into my team. Traore, interesting, seemed to be playing almost down the middle. You know, they were playing mm. him up front as opposed to on the wing. Um, had a couple of chances that maybe he should have done better with. A bit uh, yeah. like me, a bit like me tonight um, at, at football. Yeah, yeah. Except I, I'm less greasy. Um, but yeah, he, <laughs> he was playing through the middle. What price is Traore at the moment? I mean, he's, he's not much, is he? Because he missed all the, the, the Wolves players. He? Went down and he did. He missed a sitter. He's six million on the game, owned by 1.1% of players. And he got the full 90, which is what he's been trying to get. Mm, they got Tottenham and, Tottenham and United. So maybe watch him for those next two games, have him on a watch list or something. And then after that, they've got a great run of fixtures Watford, Brentford, Saints, Newcastle, Villa, Leeds, mm-hmm. Everton, Palace, West Ham, Norwich, Burnley. And that's 10 weeks of great oh, fixtures. Could be tempted, you know. Yeah, so, so I've been burnt by Troy in the past. We'll see. Well, we all have, watch, mate. We've all been there. Watch, uh, watch Wolves closely um, because they are definitely ones that have got the best fixture run coming up in the in the coming weeks. Mm. Uh, we did wonder who would start at the back for them. Who verse? Who there there started? Oh yeah, four, four million. Um, well, so you know that's a that's a cheap cheap defender to to get in so he's owned by 2.2 percent on the game uh tottenham we've covered so we'll, we'll move on to uh arsenal chelsea um presumably only looking at chelsea assets here well lacazette mm. and lacazette and Aubameyang were just ill which was mm. weird we, that was weird there wasn't much details on that was there there's a lot of, there's a lot of, i mean yeah there's a lot of players ill at the moment aren't there all of them seemingly being linked away with transfers Hmm, funny that, isn't it? Yeah, I mean Arsenal, Arsenal were just dire, weren't they? I mean, you'd, you'd, you'd fancy they couldn't couldn't get much worse, but Chelsea did look good. I think Chelsea run right concede. here, lads. Yeah, they don't concede either. Chelsea, do they? They just look so defensively good and solid. 
Agreed. You can't you can't see past the Chelsea win here. This I'm worried. Game is yeah. meat and drink for Lukaku. If like he, he will he will if have he starts, yeah. if he starts, he will have a field day, lads, in this one. If if I hear come Friday that Lukaku is going to start in the press conferences or you know in the build up to the game, I will go Mane and someone out, and I'll bring in Lukaku because I think he could. You know, like I say, he could run right, and it's not. I mean, we do this podcast, and we've we've been watching football for a long time, and you know we're not incredibly knowledgeable. We just oh. enjoy watching football. Uh, you might be Mike. You had a good oh, week. Incredibly knowledgeable. But that that Arsenal team, like you said, Ant, when the team came out, I was thinking, who on earth is that? You know, yeah. who are these people? <laughs> like, no yeah. disrespect to them because they're obviously better at football than me. But they were a bunch of unknowns, very a very young team. Interestingly, on the game, apart from Pepe, the most expensive player then was Saka on the game, 6.5. And then you go down to 5.5 million. It's just a bunch of unknowns. It's really weird. I, I they, paid, they paid 50 million pounds of a defender who's very good at watching the ball go over his head. Absolutely. Absolutely. They had they started uh, following Balogun up front. He played 58 minutes, which is really annoying as a fantasy manager because you only get one point if they come off before the 60th minute. But he's a five million striker on the game. I just don't think people will be going near Arsenal Masters at the moment. And Mikel Arteta, he's bang in trouble. Look, a a word of warning against um, uh, Lukaku. Uh, Just looking at their next four fixtures. You've literally just brought him in. I know I have. You know, know what I he's have, like. He's so trigger happy. But I'm I'm looking to, you know, because people will be thinking, oh Mike, he, he absolutely knows what he's talking about these days. Might so be I better I better just I better just follow what he's doing. But just mm. a word to the wise guys, their next four fixtures include Liverpool, Tottenham, and Man City, Chelsea. Yeah. So, yeah. you know, you might be better off. I mean, but you might be better off holding off just for three or four weeks, giving him time to bed into the team, learn how Tuchel wants him to play. Um, and and then making those changes maybe as part of a wild card. Who knows? What's happening with What's happening with Kane? When When mm. are we going to see him play football again? It's an interesting one, isn't it? They just need to sort out one way or the other, don't they? If he, if he's going, they just they just need to get rid. And uh, whether they get the was one hundred and fifty million Daniel Levy wants for him. Yeah, I'm not so think, sure, but I think he'll start. I think he'll start this week. Uh, they've got a Europa Conference League tie away. Um, I think that's the perfect game to give him a run out. There won't be. Many Spurs fans there. Uh, he won't have the pressure of a, a big home crowd um, and any animosity that might come his way as a result of that. Um, so I think as much you know for him to put himself in the shop window as it is to get some game time in his legs if, if he does stay. Um, so I think he'll start this week. It's I think the big game is wherever he plays this weekend. I think that's mm. a key indicator as to what happens next. But With, with Chelsea, last, last season, their defence, once Tuchel come in, he uh, he really solidified their defence. I added Rudiger, who I think at the time was like four and a half million. He he was really cheap. He's five and a half million now, but he was dominant dominant mm. in that game the other day. He get he's very dangerous at set pieces, and I would recommend if you're looking at Chelsea. And like I feel uncomfortable not having a Chelsea player because they look so strong. Mm. Their wing backs they rotate, so you're looking at Mount or Rudiger. Or well, that's they're the sort of only two nailed players, would you say? 
Yeah. 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 So yeah, Mount got an assist. So he, he's uh, he's on six points already. He's seven and a half million in midfield. But Rudiger, I might try and shoehorn him into defence. Um, listen, fantastic game to finish, lads. Actually, I think two teams that impressed on the opening day and um, have impressed us over the last couple of years in terms of their their journey. Um, West Ham host Leicester City. Loads of assets here that people are, are looking at. Um, Cresswell proved very popular this first weekend. Um, got what it looked like a goal for a, for a, a moment there, but ended up getting an assist. No, it Antonio... counted as a goal. Oh, did it count as a goal? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Antonio, who yeah scored and assisted and. Could have had a couple had he put that penalty away. Um, and then from Leicester's perspective, Vardy just keeps doing what Vardy does. Um, interesting that Pats and Daco, we flagged him up pre-season, didn't start. Um, but the usual suspects of Madison and mm. Barnes and uh yeah, there are there are a few few assets there. Any, anybody that I've not mentioned, lads, that, that you think maybe we should be thinking about? Not thinking about, but maybe trying to avoid at the moment is Ian Acho got drops to the bench 18 minutes he came on as a sub I know yeah. a lot of people had him in their team yeah. seven and a half millions a lot when you've got people like Wilson who are guaranteed to start yeah if we yeah. see him get a run of games then obviously chuck him in but I don't want well, to be paying seven and a half million for a bench player thanks the big three in that price bracket are Antonio Wilson Iniacho there's your three yeah. to pick between aren't they yeah and if Iniacho is not playing I'd mm. swap out West Ham are going to score goals. They're going to concede goals, but they're going to score plenty of goals because they push on in numbers. Mm. And Cresswell got, what, 11 assists, was it, last season? Yeah, incredible numbers, wasn't it? And they certainly looked like they carried on from where they left off last season. They were probably the most impressive team, weren't they, outside of, the, of your normal top four last season? Yeah. Um, good comeback at the weekend. You know, Newcastle, I think, will be better than they were last season. But, yeah, they just they just look very good going forward, West Ham. Yeah. Was you know we mentioned Benarama uh, at six million, but we're surprised to see that the game hasn't pushed the pricing of, of Suchek up this season after mm. what was a a brilliant season for him last year. Six million, I think, is is still a good price for for him. Um, he's a real threat from set pieces as much as anything else. So and Bowen, yeah, Bowen, he he was playing because obviously last year Lingard came in and Bowen yep. got dropped, but he looked like a man who's who's trying to play for his place, mm. and he was he went on quite a few dribbles. Mm. He he did well as well. I'd watch Bowen. Low low ownership mate as well. Just over two percent for him at the moment. Oh, what pr- which what price is he? Good question. I think okay. he's about about six and a half. I think. Yeah. Okay. I mean, that was seamless, Ant. Which uh, thanks. Uh, we bring the pod to the close as we always do here on the FPL Fantasy Freezing Pod with our punts. Do we not? Yes, we, we do. do. Uh, so, Phil, why don't you explain this time uh, how punts work? Because um, you, you may or may not put a tweet out about it this week. Correct. Yeah, <laughs> if I if I remember. I'm not camping this weekend. Uh, so that's, big world. Yeah, honestly, such a tiring day. But the kids did enjoy it. Uh, <laughs> so we pick a player with under 2% ownership. And we the player who gets the most points uh, will pick one of our captains next week. So it's a lot of responsibility. And you can be cruel. You can be kind. Uh, and it's varied in the past but yeah you you get a lot of power and obviously a captain pick as we discussed last week you know if if your captain this week gets picked and it was it was fernandez that's an, that's an extra 20 20 points it or, most certainly is yeah oh, so okay, boy. very important so we will now give you our picks for under two percent ownership uh mike who have you got uh, I've gone for the player who uh, ran the furthest yesterday in the Man City Spurs game, Delhi Alley. 
Really? 6.5 million, 1.8% ownership. A man determined, I think, to put his uh, career back on track. Okay, cool. Anthony? I've gone for John McGinn of Villa. Scored a great goal uh, against Watford from outside the box. Brilliant finish. Only 1.6% ownership for, for him. Home game, first of the season for them. Home to Newcastle, who conceded goals. So, yeah, I'm hoping he comes up trumps for me. So, Phil, who's yours? Brian Buemo. Five and a half million. I think he's going to scare Crystal Palace and their lack of players. So I'm going Brian and Buemo. I've got to tell you, as a as an announcer who made this faux pas last season, it is Umbermo. It's not. It's not. Uh, it's not. Uh, yeah, Kinder Umbermo. It is. Um, <laughs> um, it is Umbermo. Umbermo, well, come on. Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm sorry right. about that. James, Three decent fantastic. picks there, lads. I, I would suggest mm-hmm. on paper. Early yeah. days, you see, we, we can get on some. There's there's a good spread of players being selected. Yeah, and Buemo is uh, 1.2% ownership. There is a there is a lot of template teams which they all did well this week, but you know if they don't do well next week, then you you can easily climb up the league. So if you had a bad start, don't stress about it. It's uh, yeah, chill it out. Can man. all change quickly. <laughs> Thanks, so boys. Anthony, chin up, mate. Enjoy your shoes. Well, mate, that was an absolute highlight, and uh, yeah, I, I'm sure you'll be uh, wearing that t-shirt next time we uh, we we record while drinking a nice cup of tea from your mug. Absolutely, thank you very much, gents. Well, I hope you have a good week, and uh, guys, the deadline for this week is, is there a Friday night game? Did we say it's not? No. Is there? It's Saturday, no. so the deadline is 11 a.m. UK time. On oh, Saturday. Cool. Before, before we finish, can I just very quickly as well say a big thank you to everybody that's got on board with the, the league this season. Um, well over 600 teams uh, in the league, which is, is great to see. Shout out to my five top teams, um, all of them television or film related. Some of them have been doing the rounds for a few years, I think, and haven't updated their team. But Dukes of Hazard, uh, the Canate Kid, Neville <laughs> Wears Prada, Pookie <laughs> Blinders and Bakuna Matata. Um, yeah, <laughs> well done. Well done, guys. Good effort. And the top five in our league are, uh, I'll go team names because I think that's going to be easier to read, is T Can't Be Mo, Sheffield Thursday, clever, uh, Smiley Face Emoji, uh, Shorberto Carlos, and winning our league at the moment is Every Day is Special, Philip Darko, 118 points. Congratulations to you, sir. You're currently on for the Manager of the Month prize excitement. That was very well done, Phil. What, what excitement to end on? Uh, we are so. on Twitter and stuff. We are on Twitter and stuff. Please, someone leave another Apple review. It's very exciting when we see them, but it has been about a year since we have seen a review, uh, which is strange because we get quite a few listeners on Apple, uh, but no one can be bothered to review us, which is, you know, I understand. I mean, I listen to podcasts and don't review them, so so fair enough. But if you want to make this little man happy then please do do that and uh, yeah subscribe on any of the platforms that you normally listen to listen to listen on listen on mike you used to uh, sing us out and um you're you're quite happy this week you're, you're oh. winning so for the one week of the season that you're winning what are you going yeah. what are you going to sing us out with uh yeah well i hadn't i hadn't planned it but it, it feels it feels obvious hold on uh here we go um yeah, let's let's go for it. Let's go for it. Uh, have I done this one before? Probably. No. 
No, I haven't. I haven't done this one before. I have done um, a similar one. Here we go. Recognize the tune, lads? Feels a bit partridge. Oh, does. It, it looks and feels very partridge so far. <laughs> Here we go. Here we go. I don't want to talk. Oh, it's quite a long About intro. the things we've gone through. Though it's hurting me. No, it's history. Do you edit in this film? Yeah, I might. I've played all my cards. Don't fade me now. And that's what you've done too. Nothing more to say. <laughs> no more is to play. <laughs> the winner takes it all. Tyler, I really. Tyler, this is standard. I'm sorry. Are you okay, lads? I honestly don't know. Beside that, like Skiddy on victory. Thank you for listening, everybody. Goodbye now. Goodbye. Goodbye. Have a good week. Bye bye now.